0: With summer closing in, I am so ready to ditch my cold weather clothes and say hello to shorts and tees. But I don't want to just buy what's trendy. I want to update timeless, high quality summer pieces that I can utilize for all seasons and years to come without spending a fortune. And now I've got a lineup of beautiful clothes from Quince that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year.
1: Like premium European linen dresses Blosses and shorts from $30. I'm talking about, babe.
0: There's washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. It's actually because they partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. I actually just ordered their linen shorts, tops, and pants that I plan to wear for this summer because they're lightweight, and I'm so excited to get them and start planning my Quince capsule wardrobe for my summer travels. Honestly, I have so much Quince clothing, and I love it all.
1: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash husband for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash husband to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash husband when you're traveling do you ever stress about what's happening back home like did you forget to lock up or leave a window open that's why we totally suggest getting simply safe home security today for top-notch security and peace of mind no matter where your summer adventures take you That's actually such a good point i think that is one of the main reasons peyton and i love simply safe as well is Did I lock the front door? Did I do this? Is a window open? You can just tell exactly what's going on in your home.
0: Right, and I I know like when we travel, it is so nice to just have that peace of mind to know that your home is okay. There's also a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras that we've installed so we have view of our entire house, every entry point. Plus, I just feel relieved knowing that it's backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day.
1: Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com safe.com/ husband there's no safe like simply
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. This is Murder With My Husband. I'm Peyton Moreland.
1: And I'm Garrett Morland, And he's
0: the husband. And I'm the husband. Well, welcome back to another episode. We just want to say thank you to everyone who has subscribed to our YouTube channel and is enjoying the YouTube videos. I really enjoy doing it, so I'm glad you guys are liking it.
1: Yeah, I think it's really fun. I'm still trying to, like, figure Navitated. out how to operate in front of the camera, but I'm glad everyone else likes it. great. You're I'm trying. Great. I just... I see like all the wiggles out. (laughs) I don't know what it is. It's a
0: little uncomfortable.
1: Like a podcast. I can just sit, just I can lay down, you know, and just record it, but we'll
0: do it. They don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you have your 10 seconds for this week?
1: I guess the 10 seconds would be, I don't know. We set all this up. Okay. We didn't set all this up, but we have a friend who's very talented. Shout out.
0: His name is Matt. And I guess we've officially brought him on with us. Don't. Don't get all weird. He's definitely doing some sympathy work for us, but he he is helping us. So everyone give a shout out to Matt in your comments because he does a lot for us to help us out because we have no idea what we're doing. We also just want to say thank you again to everyone who has signed up for our Patreon. A little note this week is the first week that our Patreon episodes, they're bonus episodes only for people who subscribe to a level on our Patreon get. And that is this week, and we are super excited. And because it's the first week, we actually decided to drop two extra episodes and so if you want to check that out and i feel like it's going to be a really good one so if you want to check it out visit our patreon the link will be in the description you can also just search murder with my husband patreon okay let's just jump right into this case let's do it our case sources this week are bizjournals.com wattpad.com houstonpress.com and girlsfightback.com our story begins in April of 1995 in the great city of Houston, Texas, which I've never been to Texas, but honestly, I, I, I want to go.
1: Neither of us have. No. yeah,
0: I think because it just feels like kind of out there from where we it feels currently far. are.
1: I think it's like a four hour flight from where we are.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if the like stigma is like this around for everyone, but like Texas has really nice houses for cheap. That's all I know Texas for really. <laughs> and the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. Okay. I, I won't forget about that. So anyways, we're in Houston, Texas, April, 1995. Okay. Jennifer Mori is apartment hunting. She is to move to Houston soon and is looking for a complex that feels safe and secure, just like anyone else who would be looking that is listening to this podcast. According to TPK Stories with Wattpad.com, Jennifer ends up finding a complex named the Bayou Park Apartments that were close to downtown and had a full perimeter eight foot fence around the whole thing. Whoa. So it's like a done, it's locked in.
1: Is it normal to have these type of, I guess, safety parameters in Houston?
0: I'm going to say no, because they like pointed it out in the story that it had this, Mm -hmm. but the thing that actually sold this specific apartment complex for Jennifer was the fact that there was 24 hour security guards standing guard. That's kind of 24 hours. That's what that means. Jennifer ends up signing a lease with the Bayou park apartments and moves into a unit on the second floor. Jennifer is a young lawyer. Her career is just starting. She's driven, works long hours well into the night. On April 15th, 1995, it was about 10 p.m. And one of Jennifer's friends calls her to tell her that she was going to a place called the L House, which is a pub. I looked it up. Okay. Don't worry. I looked it up. Okay. I'm getting better at this. We're not going
1: to make the same mistake we made with Menards.
0: Menards that we can't seem to hear the end of. Okay.
1: We're so sorry. (laughs)
0: I didn't know. It's like the, it's like the Bible down there, I guess. (laughs) So anyways, it's a pub, but it is now closed. So I also looked that up as well. And I included the article in our case sources, Mm -hmm. but would Jennifer like to tag along with her friend that's going? Jennifer says, yes, meets up with her friends and they ride together to the L house. While at the pub, Jennifer runs into a young man who offers to give her a ride back to her new apartment. She agrees, and he drops her off around 1 a.m. after a fun night out with friends. Mm -hmm. Jennifer walks up the flight of stairs to her second-floor apartment. She opens her front door, heads inside, closes it, locks the door, and puts the deadbolt on. Okay. She goes to her bathroom and prepares for bed, washing her face, which we love a nighttime routine. Ask Garrett. I'm religious about my nighttime routine. It's true. She brushes her teeth and then goes to bed. It's early. Like in the morning, not early to go to bed. It's early in the morning. It's in like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Okay. A few hours later, Jennifer is sound asleep, but she begins to wake up. As she comes to, she feels that something is off, but her thoughts are still cloudy and she is still half asleep. It's kind of like in that in-between stage, but she kind of feels like something weird is going on. A brief moment passes when Jennifer realizes she can't really move. There's like pressure holding her body onto her bed what in a stomach dropping moment jennifer realizes that someone is not only in her room but someone is on top of her in her bed
1: what the heck
0: yeah someone's body weight is pressing her body down onto her bed
1: so she had just woken up in the middle of the night and realized like
0: groggily, like a little unsure and uh-huh. it's like i can't really move and then realizes why she can't move
1: because there's someone on top of her that's mm-hmm. crazy
0: As Jennifer is discovering the reality of her situation and confirming that she is in fact awake and not dreaming, the person on top of her begins reaching at her underwear, trying to yank them off. Confused, all Jennifer can think about is the feeling of the man's coarse leg hair against her smooth legs. So she's like still kind of dazed and she can feel him tugging at her underwear, Uh but it still really hasn't completely hit her because she's still waking up and all that can run through her mind is, his legs are so like hairy on my legs. So
1: she's not drugged or anything, right? No, but she,
0: you have to keep in mind, she was out probably drinking Okay, and then she went to bed early and Mm -hmm. this is only a couple hours later. So, you know, she's, it's kind of just like a, she's way out of it. Jennifer begins to struggle reaching her hands out of her sheets only to discover that she had touched. She had reached her hands up and touched a knife that was being held against her throat.
1: Oh, man. And it was
0: that moment that completely woke Jennifer out of her. The
1: Adrenaline just starts.
0: She was no longer muddled or confused. She acknowledges that she is, in fact, being attacked and raped right now in her own bed. Mm -hmm. She begins fighting, fighting her attacker. She's screaming at him to please stop. Don't hurt her. She's pushing and kicking, trying to move the knife away from her neck. Jennifer reaches up and grabs her attacker's hand. And he immediately responds and Jennifer fills a blow to her right eye, oh. followed by warm liquid streaming down her face. Yeah. It takes a moment, but she realizes that he had used the knife and slashed her eye open.
1: Oh, yeah. I so thought the, he just punched her.
0: No, the, it's the blood coming out of her eye oh, that man. she can fill. Jennifer has a moment of clarity with herself she comes to the conclusion that if she doesn't get this guy off of her, he will kill her. Mm-hmm. Like he just slashed her eye open. It doesn't matter how bad her eye hurt. She could not die like this in her bed. Jennifer tries to study the man on top of her, but all she can see is the outline of his hair, which seems short and straight. As she struggles with her intruder, she is screaming as loud as she can. Keep in mind, she's in an apartment yeah. building. Someone had to be hearing. her. Uh,
1: I forgot about that.
0: Like she's screaming. Do You
1: know what floor she was
0: on? Second, and oh, she's so like, someone's got to hear. She's thinking as she's screaming, just scream loud enough so someone can hear, yeah. like, I'm in an apartment building. As she's screaming, the man says, Jennifer, shut the heck up. Well, he doesn't say heck, but yeah. for our podcast, shut the heck up.
1: So as you were saying that, I was thinking it's so scary because I feel like whenever you talk about these cases like this, it's always somebody that the that the victim knows. Exactly. Like, almost Always someone that the victim knows.
0: imagine how chilling that would be Mm -hmm. to hear someone say your name as they're trying to rape you. That's so scary. When up to this point, she was like trying to study him and was like, I don't know this man.
1: That's so crazy.
0: This guy knew her name. She knew the man that was raping her. She tries her hardest to recognize his voice, but cannot figure it out as they're struggling. Jennifer keeps screaming and her attacker reaches down and slits her throat open.
1: What? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: As she realizes what happened, she feels like she's going to die. Now now, not only is her eye literally slit open, there's blood all over her face. She was screaming so loud that the attacker slit her throat. And now that blood is going everywhere. She would do anything to live right now, but how many more slashes, stab mm-hmm. wounds can she take? The attacker then tells her not to look at him anymore or he would kill her. And although Jennifer wanted to keep fighting, she had been fighting this whole time. She felt that if she just did what this man said, she might get out alive. So she turns her head away, closes her eyes, and endures the attack, completely Uh, stops fighting. Yeah. The man does not succeed at raping her. And I think this means that he couldn't Mm, rape her. Okay. He gets up and, according to Wattpad.com, drags Jennifer by her hair across her bedroom. And then tells her to get into the bathroom that's in her apartment.
1: Did When you say get her in the bathroom, do you mean like put her in the tub or the shower? Or just, just get in the bathroom. Just into the bathroom. The bathroom. Okay. Yeah.
0: At this point, Jennifer's attacker heads back into her bedroom to get the knife. He mm-hmm. forgot it. And Jennifer realizes this and slams the door to the bathroom. She slams it shut, but then realizes that there's no lock on this bathroom door. Oh. So can you imagine how scary yeah. to be like, oh, I finally got away from him, but crap, there's no, but lock. there's no lock. So she presses her body against the door, but then realizes it's not going to be enough to hold it. Mm-hmm. So she sits down with her back against the door and presses her feet with her legs straight into the side of the tub.
1: Oh, got it. Okay. So
0: essentially he would have to break her legs mm-hmm. to get the door open with her sitting like that, or she would have to bend Pardon. and then the yep. door would open. As Jennifer is sitting there, She's being quiet. Mm -hmm. She can hear the chilling sound of this man who had just attacked her moving around her apartment on the other side of the door. So she's just sitting there like, is he about to come in here? And all she can hear is him like shuffling.
1: Is she still screaming at this point or is she quiet? She's dead quiet. Okay. Can you
0: just imagine how scary Mm -hmm. it sounds as if he's moving things, grabbing things and putting them back down. Then she hears the sound of the intruder getting dressed and slowly she hears him zipping up his pants. Like, can you just imagine that sound
1: in the world?
0: This whole situation is so terrifying, but to make it worse, Jennifer is sitting on the floor of her bathroom now in a pool of her own blood. Cause keep in mind, her throat has been slit. Yeah. So her wounds are bleeding so profusely that there's just blood everywhere. She scooches over to the toilet quickly and grabs the whole roll of toilet paper. Not like, like just grabs the roll and pushes it against her throat. Because she's like, I, you know, like anyone would think I have to stop this bleeding. She realizes that she doesn't have much longer. She's feeling weaker. She's getting lightheaded. Like she's losing blood. Mm -hmm. She knows that she can't just sit in this bathroom scared or else she's going to die. Yeah. So she courageously just says, I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to leave the bathroom. Like I've, I've got to get out of this apartment.
1: Does she still hear him in the, no,
0: it's dead quiet at this point. She struggles as she stands up to open the door. Cause keep in mind, like. She's she has to stand up trying to be quiet, but she realizes that she has so much blood on her hands that she can't get a grip on the handle because it's just covered in blood. So once she finally does get a, a hold of the handle, she goes to pull the door open and she has jammed it shut by pushing her back into it so hard. So she can't get the door open because she jammed it so oh, hard with her body. Okay, so
1: she almost like, okay, got she it. She jammed herself into uh-huh. the bathroom
0: trying to keep him out. So she realizes that she is going to have to loudly yank at this door.
1: Oh no. Which she was
0: planning to try to be quiet to slip out. Uh huh. But it was either that or bleed to death. That's what she's thinking. So she just begins yanking, like loudly. Jennifer jerks the door open in the middle of the night and slowly crawls out. So she goes back down onto her knees.
1: I'm surprised no one has heard any of this. So
0: she's thinking like, I was screaming. How is no one over at my apartment yet?
1: I feel like when we lived in that apartment, yeah, you can hear everything. You can hear everything.
0: Everything. (laughs) (laughs) How has nobody come over to see if she's okay? How are Mm -hmm. the cops not here yet? Someone surely heard her. Someone surely called. Someone cared. Jennifer slowly tries to turn the lights on and none of them are working. So she tries to find her phone and it too is not working. The intruder had cut her power lines, which just crazy.
1: What the heck?
0: She stops dead in her tracks at this moment. Reality setting in that as she was too busy trying to find a way to get out of this, she still has no idea whether this guy is in her apartment Mm -hmm. or not. So she's like completely vulnerable. It's dark. She's bleeding. She can barely see. Is he behind the couch? Is he in the kitchen? Like I cannot imagine how scary that would be. Jennifer is like, okay, I got to get my head on straight. She reaches around for her cell phone, finds it eventually, and calls nine one one. I can't find a copy of this call anywhere um, on Google, but I had, I like, did hear portions of it on one of the sources I used. So if I can find like a usable copy, we will insert it for you so you can listen to some of the clip. My every- Please call me. I'm starting
1: to cut
0: my throat, ma'am. There's blood everywhere. I'm Jennifer just sounds in shock on the clip. Um, she can't really comprehend what happened. She she calls and she's like, someone broke into my apartment. He cut me. I don't know how this could happen. I don't even know who he is. Uh-huh. She's, she's calm. Like, she's not yelling. But she's also, I think she's just, like, in shock about what's happening.
1: Yeah. We're jumping into an ad right now. And I, no joke, I've had this question. I think about it all the time because I hate getting sick. Do you ever wonder why some people just don't get sick? One of the reasons you can help yourself from getting sick is armra colostrum. Our audience, receive 15% off your first order. Go to tryarmra.com slash husband or enter husband to get 15% off your first order. Again, that's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A dot slash husband.
0: Do you ever find that when you're traveling, you can't help but worry about what's going on back home? Again, did you remember to lock up everything or close all the windows? It's so easy for those little concerns to nag at you while you're trying to enjoy your trip. And that's why we highly recommend looking into Simply Safe home security today. It's all about giving you the top-notch security and total peace of mind, no matter where your summer adventures take you. It's like having that extra layer of protection so you can truly relax and enjoy your time away.
1: Simply Safe has given us and many of our listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Right now get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/husband. There's no safe like Simply Safe. their selection is designed to captivate and surprise, ensuring your heart rate remains as elevated as your imagination.
0: New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. That's audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500, 500. That's um, She tells dispatch that someone broke in, cut her throat. The dispatcher is super understanding and good with Jennifer. This was an extremely long 911 call and he calms her down, gives her somebody to trust in and have faith in like a stellar job from this dispatcher.
1: I'm like, she, someone needs to come over. She's going to die from well, losing all that blood. She's
0: getting weaker. Like yeah. she's sounding delirious. She's not, if he, like, if this guy comes back in, she's not going to be able to fight him yeah. off. That's how weak she is. Around fifteen minutes into this nine one one call, which that is just such a long call. That uh, is a long call. Jennifer hears a pounding on her front door. Jennifer tells the dispatcher, Oh, the police are here, they're here. Oh um, no. The dispatcher urgently says, No, Jennifer, I have the Houston Fire and Police Department on my screen and they are not at your apartment yet. Don't answer
1: the door right now. Hello is security. Is security.
0: And so she walks over the door and she says, hello. And she tells dispatch that it is her apartment security, the 24-hour security. Um, but she can't see out the peephole because she doesn't have her contacts in and there's so much blood in her face. Which I can relate to that hardcore not being able to see because no contacts.
1: <laughs> How did she know security? Did they say we're security? Yeah,
0: this is security. Like, are you okay? You know... And the security guard tells her to open the door. He can help her. Like, you know, she was attacked. And the dispatcher tells Jennifer, you know, if you are not for sure because you can't see out that people, don't open the door. Yeah. Like, it, mo- it's probably security. It most likely is security. But let's just wait. The police are almost there. Let's just wait. That's smart. And she's like, well, he can help. And he's like, no, let's just wait. Keep the door closed. The security guard will not go away. He keeps pounding on the, t- on the door, telling Jennifer um, he will show her his badge. She just needs to open the door for him. She needs to open the door. He can identify himself. And Jennifer, you know, currently has a slash on her right eye. Her throat is cut. And the, the cut to her throat has actually nicked her jugular vein. Oh, oh
1: yeah. no. So
0: it's not, it's not like cut, but it's like, it's bleeding. She has a stab wound to her throat as well. So not only did he slash, he stabbed and she has two more stab wounds into her arm.
1: How is she even moving at this point?
0: No idea. She's delirious. Time is moving slow. Like she's like, it's just a complete daze for her. And this guy's pounding on her door and dispatches in her ear, like, don't open it. And she's like, I just need help. Like it's been 15 minutes. I need help. I want to open the door. And he's like, don't open the door. The dispatcher eventually tells Jennifer that the police and fire are there, and at about that same time, Jennifer can hear lots of commotion and voices uh-huh. outside. So she opens the door, and as soon as the op- she opens the door, she collapses onto the ground, and is like done because I she's mean just she's exhausted. just been fighting, yeah. Yeah. She hears throughout the commotion that a security guard has also been injured by the attacker. The one that was out there had been injured. By the attacker, that's how he knew the attacker. The one
1: that was knocking on the yes, door? Yes, yes. Oh, I thought for a second that maybe he was the one that attacked. Her. Yeah.
0: And and so she hears them saying, like, oh, he was injured. That's how he mm-hmm. knows an attacker had come. He had tried to stop the attacker when the attacker had jumped out of Jennifer's apartment window, but could not stop him after wrestling him to the ground. The attacker ran away.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Did the security guards have guns or tasers or anything? No Do you I know? Okay. No idea.
0: When Jennifer was taken to the hospital, police searched her apartment and found a pair of underwear, a hat, a belt, and a glove. The hat they found in Jennifer's apartment, left there from her attacker, Mm -hmm. was a security guard hat from the apartment complex. Oh. Police immediately re-interview the so-called injured security guard who had come in contact with the supposed attacker and discover that he has blood on his socks, no underwear on, and blood on his stomach.
1: I didn't even... I didn't even put two and two together for a second that he could have been lying, lying and faking it.
0: The on-duty security guard from Jennifer's safe apartment complex had broken into her apartment, raped and attempted to kill her. Well, attempted to rape her yep. and kill her. Mm-hmm. He had then come back moments later
1: to try to finish to try her off get the
0: evidence and kill her.
1: Wow.
0: But Jennifer would not open her front door because the dispatcher told her not to. 20 people in the apartment complex had woke up during Jennifer's attack to her screams and not one of them called police.
1: That's so surprising. I sometimes think like, it's like the, what would you do with what's his name? I think
0: people are just like, well, maybe they are just fighting fighting," or or, maybe it's okay. Like you don't want to think the worst. You don't want to think, oh, there's a girl Mm -hmm. in there getting killed.
1: I want to think that I would call the police, but like,
0: that's scary too. uh,
1: I, I really hope if we're ever in that situation that I'm like, I don't care. I'm calling the police. Yeah.
0: Doctors and police consider Jennifer a miracle. There was blood all over her apartment, on the ceiling, Mm -hmm. everywhere. She was covered in blood. The apartment was covered in blood. She had truly fought for her life. 26 year old Brian Wayne Gibson was convicted of aggravated burglary with intent to commit sexual assault. So that doesn't say attempted murder. A couple sources said. That he was convicted of that, but then a couple didn't. So I'm not sure, mm. but I don't think so because he was only sentenced to 20 years in prison.
1: It's so strange to me. It's like, oh, I can stab someone a couple of times, but it's, it's not, not, attempted, not murder. attempted murder, but maybe it is like you said. Yeah. Maybe. So I,
0: I don't know. But okay. even then, like 20 years, mm-hmm. he, if she had died, it would have been life in prison yeah. But because she didn't die because she fought. It was 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jennifer and her 911 dispatcher, whose name was Richard Beckett. Remained friends to this day.
1: Good job, Richard.
0: He attended Jennifer's wedding, and it is rumored, and uh, by rumored, I mean true because I fixed that later, to have been Richard's first shift as a dispatcher.
1: No way. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. Go,
0: Richard. Go, Richard. That's awesome. Yeah, first shift. Uh huh. So, according to Steve McVicker with the Houston Press, after the attack, Jennifer filed a lawsuit against. Pinkerton Security, which is the um, the business that hired the security for this apartment complex. Okay. While researching this suit, she and her attorney learned that Brian Gibson was far from the first Pinkerton guard to have situations like this happen. Really? Mhm. Texas state records show that between 1991 and 1995, approximately one hundred and thirty Pinkerton guards or people recently employed as Pinkerton guards were convicted of felonies.
1: That's that's gotta be that's a lot. And they're security guards. Yep.
0: Insane. And I went down this rabbit hole where a lot of these people, these guards were convicted of like sexual Felonies. Oh, okay. And it's like, but Pinkerton kept hiring them, so she sued Pinkerton. Like yeah. you should have done better research. There's no reason this guy should have been totally a, a security guard, and she wins. And it, it the money that she won isn't disclosed. Is, it's, yeah, it's, okay. Yeah. It's rumored that Brian Wade Gibson is now out of prison and on parole. So, because this was in the 1990s, and he was only oh, convicted to 20 years. Okay. I could not find like a professional source for information on that, but I did look him up on the sex offender registry, and I did find him. Okay, and his like address. I'm not sure if that means he's out or if that was like a a former address or whatever. But I did find him, and that he's. I think he's released.
1: I guess I. I'm trying to wrap my mind around it because he almost killed someone,
0: and now he's out. And now he's so if you're you're in Houston, Texas, please be careful because he would have killed her he came back
1: to kill her to kill her but she didn't open the door no uh, like i i don't even crazy. understand i yeah. don't
0: understand but that's the story of Jennifer Mori freaking bad a woman who fought there's no reason she should have lived through that attack
1: so as far as true crime goes i think i don't know if i want to say like i enjoy the i survived but i do like the i survived stories a lot more than
0: yeah well they have a a better ending ah, most of ah, the victims quote
1: unquote happy ending
0: yeah i mean i i will say jennifer did struggle yes after for years and it did take her imagine. a while but she has now since come out and said i've gone on i'm a lawyer like i i've moved on but Good it did take her. her a while mm-hmm.
1: just the way she handled everything she's like
0: insane it's
1: like so well
0: also to think that she was a fighter type, right? Like mm-hmm. she was a fighter. Yeah, fight she, flight, was fighting him. she was
1: like, I'm fighting. And the
0: fact that she had to tell herself, stop fighting to survive or else he's literally going to kill you. Mm-hmm. He's, he's used the weapon on you. He doesn't care. Yeah. So she had to turn away and just say, okay, I think that shows like just as good of strength, you know, as like someone who's just going to fight till the death, because that was also a way for her to be smart enough to go. I, this is how I have to get out of this.
1: Why, why did he leave? What made him leave? No
0: idea. I wonder if he like freaked out. I don't know. I wonder she was if, in the bathroom. I wonder if he
1: was thinking, oh, someone's got someone heard.
0: Or she thinks that he, or he thinks she was dead because she was being quiet in the bathroom.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. But
0: I, I don't know why he wouldn't check. Also, I do, I could not find it. I looked for so long. I do not know how he got in her apartment.
1: Oh okay that's what, so that's something else I was going to ask
0: The front door was dead bolted
1: but I figured he got in through the through the window the
0: second story How did he get up there?
1: I mean, he could have. I mean, so our apartment was on the second story. You could have climbed up. Yeah,
0: that's true. And I think he exited through that. And that's why he said he saw the attacker exit through. Uh So maybe he did have a ladder there or something. I'm not sure. I could not find it anywhere. And I was like, how has someone not told me how he got into her apartment? Because I think it's weird that when he came back, there Mm -hmm. was 15 minutes where he was banging on her door or whatever. I mean, I don't know if it was that long, but it was quite a long time. Why didn't he just go back up the ladder? Or why didn't he just go back up the way he got in? Why did he stand at the door? You know what I'm saying? But as a, okay, she's not letting me in. She's not letting me in. Why don't I try a different way? My guess
1: is he was going to go in, kill her, get the evidence, go back out the front door and be like, someone attacked me or something. Like he was trying to plan what's mm -hmm. the best way for me to look innocent.
0: Just why leave your underwear in there?
1: i mean because i'll tell you why
0: criminals are stupid that's why yeah true (laughs) very rarely do we find a smart criminal
1: i'm just glad that she's alive
0: i am too i am too and i i think that it's good i mean she's personally shared her story on i survived and that was one of my um sources that's awesome but i think it's important to just show that like you know you can fight you cannot fight you can do whatever you're still a victim yeah like it doesn't matter what happens you are a victim and everyone respects you and everyone respects your story and i mean yeah that's all we have for this story but i just want to give another reminder about our patreon episodes this (laughs) week if you are caught up and you are just dying to hear from me and garrett some more go visit our patreon
1: yeah we're actually really excited to to do our Patreon
0: to do those extra episodes Mm -hmm. it's going to be really fun and there are other fun things that come along with our Patreon it will grow
1: yeah the bloopers yeah like sometimes we cut things out when we're videoing or podcast in general mainly because cause
0: we're both dumb
1: Peyton and I are both kind of crazy
0: <laughs> but yeah you can see all that and everything so if you are interested in that please go check it out if not we still love you we love that you're here we love our listeners and we just want to thank you for this opportunity that you give us it seriously is so much fun check us out on social media Murder With My Husband across every single platform and we will see you guys next week with another episode I love it and I hate it goodbye <laughs>